Welcome to Sharing Love and Loss with Robin Alexis. I am your host, Robin Alexis. And as a mother who birthed two sets of twins and then buried one from each set, I am very familiar with the shock of experiencing loss. Loss can present itself in many ways. It can be the loss of a baby, person, beloved pet, health, career, and more. But we all have to learn how to deal with loss. So how do each of us in our own unique ways cope with loss? This show is an opportunity for our guests to share with us the experience of what they lost and how they coped through it. If you would like to be a guest on Sharing Love and Loss, please email me, your host, Robin Alexis, at spiritladyrobin at gmail.com. That's spiritladyrobin at gmail.com. And to feel more safe contacting me about your personal story of love and loss, please learn more about me, your host, Robin Alexis. Visit my website, robinalexis.com. Our next guest is Sheila Baker. And she is going to talk to us about what it's like to love your husband and then lose him and find yourself on the other side of it. We'll be right back. Do you crave freedom with joy in your life? Have you ever wished for a life of ease in your mind, body, and soul? Giving and receiving love, Joy Air is a certified emotion code and body code practitioner, and she's accepting new clients now. Call her at 360-582-6595 to find out more about her work and to schedule your appointment. Experience freedom with joy. Call her at 360-582-6595 now. She is amazing. This is Robin Alexis, and I am very, very excited to share with you my new book, Raising Humanity, Why We All Must Remember. It's a book about choosing love. There's 21 inspiring stories by different authors, including myself. The book can be found at Amazon.com. That's Raising Humanity, Why We All must remember. Join Mystic Radio for past lives, people, and pets every Wednesday at 12 noon on KKNW 1150 AM. Every Wednesday, you can call into Mystic Radio for a past life reading or a spiritual healing for you and your pets. Robert Alexis is an exceptionally talented intuitive who's identified hundreds of people's past lives. Nels Rasmussen is a renowned spiritual energy balancer who is adept at remote healing for you and your pets. Join us Wednesdays at 12 noon for Mystic Radio on KKNW, 1150 AM. Today's guest is a highly intriguing woman. When I learned about her, I knew she was going to be inspiring to a lot of people listening to this show. Before I introduce this very special lady, I would like to thank Eric Ryder first. He is the producer for Sharing Love and Loss. And I would also like to thank Joy Air, who is our sponsor. So without them, this show would not be happening and I wouldn't have the opportunity to interview this lovely woman. Welcome, Shaman Weaver, Sheila Baker. Oh, Robin, thank you so much, Eric. Congratulations for pulling this off. This is amazing. I appreciate both of you for what you do and how you're getting this out on the waves to um, folks who need to hear inspiration right now. So thank you so much. 
Well, you're very welcome. And when I saw your story on Facebook, that's when I knew I wanted to invite you. So why don't we just start right out with what was your life like before the experience of loss that you're about to share with us? Oh, so that's a great question, because a lot of us don't reflect back on that. So my life before was one of being kind of clingy, um, not really knowing myself at all, um, not knowing what I now call my non-negotiables. So really, Mm. it was following the social norm of, you know, go to school, get married, do all of those things. But it wasn't, um, it honestly wasn't fulfilling for me. And so my life before this incident, which propelled me to take action steps, was pretty much one of attempting to fit in. But it didn't work. You know, I, um, I didn't fit in. I'm an intellectual. I'm creative. And the people around me were content with settling. And so that was a, that caused a lot of angst for me um, while I was trying to settle in and be a mom and do the, do the wifey things and all of that. So, so yeah, so that before I was kind of clingy and afterwards not. So were you married at the time when you experienced the loss? Oh, yes, yes. And um, actually, it was my second marriage as well. So there was like a little bit of a double whammy. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you think you're embarking and embracing something with someone and um, you find out that they're not on the they're not on the same path as you are. And um, so yeah, it was, it was a little devastating. Um, one of those moments where you really get cl- where I got really clear about what was important to me in my life. And what I did, Robin, was rather than go back into nursing, um, I became a cleaning lady because I realized that freedom is really important to me. Confinement and the way that um, that I could do my healing as a nurse was completely unacceptable and um, I was really out of out of place there so I took that time to do the deep the deep cleaning right mm-hmm. uh, of myself and of other people's homes so it uh, it was a really beautiful uh, experience uh, they were all like you know saying Sheila you can't keep doing this you need to go to school so over that course of that year that I vacuum and cried um, I got a lot of encouragement from people to not limit myself so I did I went back to school I think I was 37 or something um, and uh, um, so I went into uh, general studies ended up in the faculty of physical education because I'm a pretty physical person and there was something called dance education and Ooh, dance education yes yes so back then I this was in Canada back then they actually had classes for kids um, in school for dance and movement and that kind of thing so that really intrigued me so uh, um, so I followed that track and uh, so let's back this up a little bit so you were in your second marriage sounds like you were staying at home with the kids and and then something happened. Well, it sounds right. like your partner left, and then you had to do something to create income, and you were a cleaning lady, and then you went back to school. Is that kind of how the flow went? 
Well, kind of, sort of, except that we had, um, my husband and I had an agreement that I would work for five years, so I did. I um, nursed for five years when he went to school, and then it was supposed to switch up, and he was supposed to do the whatever <laughs> to generate the income, and then I was free to do what whatever I pleased, um, mm -hmm. and so... Um, in the beginning, you know, I became a yoga teacher after I was done, um, um, you know, doing the nursing. And I started to study yoga and I realized that my life didn't have to look like a struggle of, you know, why wasn't this person who I'd, I'd done my diligence, why wasn't this other person doing their diligence? And I realized that I didn't have to live like that. Um, I and did so did you, did you leave your partner or did he leave you? No, I left. Okay. And so you and the kids left. And was it after that that you were doing the cleaning work? Yeah, after that. Okay. So what I did was I cleaned, I taught yoga, I taught aerobics. Um, I did all of this very physical thing to really get to actually be really strong in my core, not just mm -hmm. in um, not, not just in my emotions, but physically as well. So it sounds like how you coped with the loss of, sounds like a betrayal, uh, with your partner is you switched gears right away. You just started figuring out different things you could do. And as you delved into these different experiences, it sounds like that's how you processed the grief around the loss. And then you got your bearings and you kept on going. Is that pretty accurate? Yeah. And I'm still keeping on going. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I think one of the, the things that happens to folks is they get a little paralyzed and the movement, honestly, the movement of the cleaning for me was really, um, it was really useful. Plus the yoga, plus the, the teaching aerobics to really, really be embodied um, mm. and figure out from that place of gaining strength through the yoga and, and gaining clarity through the continuing to vacuum and suck things out and suck mm. things up that I got real clear about what was important to me. And um, ultimately, um, I thought fun was, but ultimately to me, it's freedom. And, and what does freedom mean to you more specifically? Oh, that's a beautiful question. Well, freedom means to me that 25 years ago, I quit my day job to follow my passion because um, I'm a psychotherapist and um, and my clients just weren't getting what they could get when I used shamanic tools. And when I used the shamanic tools um, and when I used the intimacy of shamanism, my, my clients... They, they got better, they healed, they um, resolved mm. old trauma. And so. So it sounds like the deeper you went into yourself and these own, your own experiences of loving partners, losing partners, you went into discovery and you found other venues that you could use and then you could help lift other people up. Absolutely. I believe that that's. That's my dharma. That's my mission. My mission mm -hmm. is to raise the vibe, to love and above, to help people have the confidence to do whatever they want. So that, I, before we go to break, what I'd like to ask you is how in these moments did you know to tr 
to no trust and act upon your own intuitive message, to actually leave the partner and then go on this journey of self-discovery and service to others. So when I was five, I had a near-death experience. And I saw my brother sitting in the car um, in the front seat between my parents. And he wasn't born for another three years. So wow gave me some and I have always been on a quest for what is the oldest way that we connected to the divine and I just kept searching and I just kept searching um, because of this profound experience that I had um, that you know you don't have sophisticated words to use you just know that I've always known I was different um, well let's let's stop right there you've always known you were different. We're going to go to break, and in a moment, I'm going to ask you how you're doing right now. So let's go to break and thank our sponsors. Absolutely. crave freedom with joy in your life? Have you ever wished for a life of ease in your mind, body, and soul? Giving and receiving love, Joy Air is a certified emotion code and body code practitioner, and she's accepting new clients now. Call her at 360-582-6595 to find out more about her work and to schedule your appointment. Experience freedom with joy. Call her at 360-582-6595. 6595 now. She is amazing. This is Robin Alexis, and I am very, very excited to share with you my new book, Raising Humanity Why We All Must Remember. It's a book about choosing love. There's 21 inspiring stories by different authors, including myself. The book can be found at Amazon.com. That's Raising Humanity, Why We All Must Remember. Join Mystic Radio for Past Lives, People, and Pets every Wednesday at 12 noon on KKNW 1150 AM. Every Wednesday, you can call into Mystic Radio for a past life reading or a spiritual healing for you and your pets. Robert Alexis is an exceptionally talented intuitive who's identified hundreds of people's past lives. Nels Rasmussen is a renowned spiritual energy balancer who is adept at remote healing for you and your pets. Join us Wednesdays at 12 noon for Mystic Radio on KKNW, 1150 AM. returning now to sharing love and loss with Robin Alexis. We are here with our very special guest today, Shaman Weaver Sheeler Baker, who's been sharing with us the experience of trying to be normal uh, and then losing her partner and then through self-discovery, finding ways to help herself, but also help other people. So Sheila, where are you now? Like what's going on in your life right now? Oh, what a, that's a great another question. So what's happening right now is I am writing a book. Um, really? Called, yeah, really. It's actually my third book. Um, it's called Journeys with Jesus. Oh, and, wow. 
it's very yeah it's very exciting um you know as a shaman i'm used to rattles and bones and bears and you know moose and, and those kinds of things and to have a this is actually my first two-legged um guide ever i've never had another two-legged guide before and i was most resistant actually um to accepting jesus as a guide he tells me to call him jc so mm -hmm. i was <laughs> reluctant to um have jc as a guide and it took a it took a lot of warming up to this idea to accept it and to know that you know there's there's healing in every relationship right so yes those past relationships were wonderful for me to heal and to actually know you know who who am i and i honestly believe that i'm love i'm yeah love and i believe we're all love you know mm. and we're born of lust or love and a few percentage not but mostly of those two things and when you embody that and you carry it it's well my life is like you know you say i'm a special person my life is really special I get to drum and help people feel better. Um, I get to write my journeys with Jesus and hopefully people will read them and be inspired to have their own journeys, but also to look deeply within because, you know, everything we need is in us. Well, well hold on a, a moment here too. Before the break, did you say you had a near death experience? Yes, yeah, when I was five. So Okay, and you said you saw your brother who hadn't been born yet, and then I don't think we wove together how that impacted you knowing to trust an intuitive message about when it was time to leave your partner. And now you're talking about a relationship with, with Jesus Christ, who you call JC. How, how does this work? Like, if, if you're sharing the story with other people, how can they find their own blueprint to have these kinds of experiences that you're clearly finding so fulfilling? Absolutely. So my second book is called Journeys of Transformation, and it is actually a manual to teach people how to do their own shamanic journey. You know, you don't need to be a shaman in order to use the tools. And it's um, a constant rhythmic beat that drops your brain into a theta state. Um, and it's quantum physics have actually found this. It's called the, the field of infinite potential. In shamanism, we call it non-ordinary reality. And because of this ability that our brain has to drop into this state really easily, very easily meditators find it all the time but meditation is more difficult than allowing a, a a constant rhythmic beat to drop your brain there then you have the ability to ask, ask important questions you know where am i supposed to be what am what's my next step um, and you get spirit guides that want your highest and best or better they're there for you 24 7. So um, how they do it is, you know, you learn how to do a shamanic journey and then you have access to guides that have a different perspective than we do right here. Well, you sound fascinating because you're clearly weaving together a lot of different framings that people might stay very fixated in. Like, for example, you brought up Jesus. Well, a lot of people have 
very strong perceptions about what that means if they have it through a particular church before they have a relationship with Jesus. And then you speak about shamanism. I bet there's a lot of people who don't really know what does shaman mean, even though you just described it. And the fact that you're taking all these different frames and you're weaving them together into evidently these books you've written that you're offering out to people, uh, that's just pretty astounding what you're doing. Well, thank you. <laughs> and you know, the important piece is that I get to have fun and freedom while I'm doing it. And I get lovely um, response back from people about things that help them. And everyone deserves to be happy. We're here you know, we're here, the Dalai Lama says the purpose of life is happiness. And when you have divine guidance, you know, I got it early on. I was five and all of a sudden I knew that there was a whole lot more than what I could see. And um, I was raised in the backwoods of Canada and um, my my playground was outdoors. You know, mm. our big Saturday adventure was going to the dump to watch the bears. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you take absolutely every experience you have, whether it's perceived as good, bad, or indifferent, or anything that you've learned from any framework of absolutely anything, and then you weave it together into something that you call home within yourself. And it sounds like that's how you experience sharing love and sharing loss, you just sort of blend it into something. Uh, well, and um, ultimately, I think that's what Shaman Weaver is really all about. It's taking my knowledge from, um, well, my just knowledge of knowledge. life. Yeah. Yeah. And life and, you know, and the medical from being a nurse and then the psychology from being a hypno from being a psychotherapist and weaving these all together because ultimately that's how we create our life mm -hmm. our life isn't just one little narrow path we take a little of this over there and bring it in and a little of that and bring it in and right now it feels to me like we have this huge opportunity to be able to really 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 create a life we desire so it sounds like the biggest thing that you have created to help other period people experience loss and regroup after it is you offer them the inspiration to move out of feeling powerless and take absolutely everything and create it into the freedom and the expression of the life that they want, not what you want, but what they want. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow, this is just amazing. So how can people find what you have created? Uh, you know, like, where do they go if they want to learn more about you and maybe contact you so you can help walk them through uh, their getting comfortable in their new life? Oh, that would be awesome. Thank you. So I have a program called the Dream Queen. And Ooh. <laughs> thanks. And it is on shamanweaver.com. So it's S-H-A-M-A-N-W-E-A-V-E-R.com. All right. And um, it's interesting you called it Dream Queen because when I read your post on Facebook, you said that you loved your husband and you lost him to a queen. Four queens. <laughs> Four queens. And what was that about? Oh, well, 
um, so little beknownst to me because uh, um, I was pretty naive back then and I still carry uh, a great piece of innocence and naivete. Um, he, was, uh, he was playing cards and losing money and um, I had no idea. I, I had no idea. None. Zip. Nada. <laughs> and uh, so I lost to those four queens. And then you created your program called the Dream Queen. No, you bet. <laughs> oh, well, may all people who heard your story about kind of going, what is going on? I did what I thought was the right thing, being normal, following the structures I was taught. This thing blew up and then look where you went. Everybody can land on their feet like Shaman Weaver, Sheila Baker. And one more time, how can they get a hold of the Dream Queen? Shamanweaver.com. So S-H-A-M-A-N-W-E-A-V-E-R.com. Thank you again, Shaman Weaver, Sheila Baker, for coming on the show and showing people that even though someone betrays you in a partnership, you can get out of it and you can make a life of your own and you can have happiness. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. My pleasure. Lovely. Thank you, too, for doing what you do. Let's get the waves out there. Sounds good. Freedom waves. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. The previous program, Sharing Love and Loss with Robin Alexis, was produced by Eric Ryder and was brought to you by Freedom with Joy. I do invite you to subscribe to Sharing Love and Loss with Robin Alexis wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. 